Welcome, everyone, to this episode. Uh, I'm super excited today to have my first official guest. Um, I have done some previous interviews, but this will be the first guest episode on the podcast. And joining me today is Alejandro Meneses, my favorite person in the world, joining us all the way from... Quetro, Mexico, and um, Alejandro, it is a pleasure to have you on here, my friend. Thank you, bro. This is amazing. I love this podcast. I'm so excited for what we're going to talk about. And uh, uh, yes, just to be supernatural like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, you said it. So um, the podcast is Jesus is Supernatural. And so really... Um, since you're my first guest, I'm just going to explain to the listeners at home kind of what we're going after here. So um, obviously, I have uh, shared on a previous episodes kind of my own um, experiences and supernatural encounters and uh, really my testimonies. But um, I want to have different guests on that are able to articulate their experiences, what they've gone through. And so we're going to have people from all over the world and all over the map when it comes to the supernatural. So, um, Alejandro, with that said, um, you know, what, where did you find the supernatural? What is something that comes to your mind when you think of Jesus as supernatural or just the word supernatural? I think when we hear about the supernatural of Jesus and like, uh, you think of the supernatural, it's like the things that go far beyond our human capacities. Mm. or capabilities, you know, like, uh, um, I don't necessarily think about weird stuff or like the, the sketchy, creepy things. Uh, I just think more about like the things that we can accomplish or like we've seen Jesus do that, that we can't in our, in our, in our, uh, human mm. or, you know, yeah. and those, uh, things that we read in the Bible of like healing the sick cleansing the lepro, uh, casting out demons, raising mm. the dead. Uh, that's a, a type of like uh, supernatural that I think we're like looking into. Um, that there's something else involved on in that that is not just our uh, capacities as humans to perform something, you know, but like something else is there. And in mm. this case, of like what we're talking about, like Jesus, the power of God, Holy Spirit involving in what we are doing. Mm. Wow. So obviously then if, if that's what comes to mind, is that something that you feel like you see in, in your life or is that just an idea that you have? No, I think this is something that we, I see in my life, uh, especially like, my family, um, we have decided to take the step out of the boat and just walk on water, mm. you know, and, and one, one good friend of us, Carlos Gomez, uh, I remember he's, he, he did with us, Celaya uh, has hope, he's in Mexico mm. City, and I love he always says something, he says, uh, some, he repeats something that Chris Balaton said one day, that we will, we only know if we believe Jesus. Uh, at the end of the story. Wow. You know, so it's like, uh, oh, 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 he's saying this, the story will tell if we believe Jesus. 
Wow. And there is uh, at the end, you know, when they speak about when they when you talk about and everything, we, the, people will know if we did it. So I have taken this into my everyday life, like uh, that we must see all these things normally, you know, like in our day to day basis. And I think that's the goal, not just being on ministry or not just being a church, not just being like in a special places, like when you're a mission street, but like the day to day. And uh, yes, it's like my eight months baby girl, uh, she sees <laughs> angels, you know, he just have an encounter. Uh, she was with my dad. And, you know, we know the babies are like this innocence, this pure, this pure right. And it's so beautiful seeing with them what they're like looking sometimes in the room to who they're waving. Sometimes she's always with me and then she's waving to some to somebody. She doesn't wave to anybody, <laughs> you know, but she does to some and she smiles. And I'm like, oh, that Jesus or an angel, you know. <laughs> and my dad and, and July 23rd, I went with my wife to celebrate our anniversary. And and my baby was in my my parents' house. They were taking care of her. And then my dad calls me and he says, hey, I just see what Eden sees. And he wow. says, I was sitting there and Eden was on the floor. And then some, I suddenly I saw an arm. Someone was like a, like a spinning on the ground, you know, and he thought it was Boston, my 10-year-old son. But I was playing with her uh, because the baby was laughing and just like enjoying there. And then he stands up and then he sees that my sister, Boston, another friend that was with us, they were far away in the kitchen. Wow. And then he said, like, is this what I was playing with her? And he's like, no. Bro, he goes there and there was a feather. <laughs> an angel feather. Yes, an angel feather. No way. We were like, this angel feather just right there, right? So we're like, like uh, it's so beautiful to see those things happen. My wife constantly uh, sees feathers, right? Like, uh, and we know that that's like a sign of like the angels, like right. the angel activity around us. And you know something that we have... Like just those beautiful things happen here without we doing anything, right? But like in the other part where we have decided to step uh, out of the boat and walk and walk on water, it's like on what Jesus is calling us to, mm. right? He called Peter to come out of the boat, and he went out. So, and I think all these things that he led us in the Bible, like heal the sick, uh, cleanse the leper, cast out demons, raise the dead, is is that invitation, right? Mm. Is that invitation to go out of the boat and step walking on on, on water? Because it's where we just depend from him. And yes, often we see, we try to uh, pray for people outside. Um, and then we see healings, you know, like uh, just right where we are. And last, last two weeks ago, we went to this place. You remember how to tell you about this building that we want for the movement? Yes, and yes. It's a beautiful thing because... It's something God gave us five years ago, six years ago. He said yes, and then we came back. It turns out that is uh, the building's not operations by this nightclub because this this unfortunate situation that happened there. So the government shut them down. They haven't opened yet. But I was like, Lord, like, is there a signal like a mm -hmm. uh, of something? And then we went there, and then he's this new security guard that is in the plaza. And then he was standing at the door at the entrance of the building. And I'm talking with, with Jonathan in English, of course, this medicine speak English, but then we just say hi and say that we came to look at the building because I thought he was there taking care of the building. And it turns out that just in the conversation, we say something about Jesus. He said, yes, I hope that 
in this place we the, the, the name of God can be lifted up. And then I'm like, what? And then he says, I said, like, we are Christians. And then he says, I'm Christian too. I love Jesus. And then he was like, I was just reading and praying right now. Bring my Bible and praying right now. Wow. Right. So like he was like, I'm just waiting for God, like a signal to let me know that I'm an evangelist because I want to be an evangelist. And I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> because wow. that's the purpose of that building, what we're going to do, like, like, right. kind of like it, an evangelistic thing, right? If I and, remember, you were saying, right, like this is a building that five years ago, you were like, I want to put a movement there. I want, I yes. want that to be like a church or something. And then, so you've kind of been praying into that. And then here you are, but it was a nightclub then, right? Five years yes. ago, it was a nightclub. Yes. Yes. But now it's been shut down, right? And and so it's shut down, and then you guys go, and then sure enough, the security guard there has been praying right before you get there that this yes. this same building is yes. becomes like a church, right? Yes, and it was amazing. the first day of that man. It was the first day working there. No, it you was know? his first day. It was his first day. Yes, wow. and the crazy thing is, we had the opportunity to go to him, and then say like, you know what? Like you've been you've been waiting on God to hear like something, and then. We pray over him. We bless him. Uh, Holy Spirit came and touched him right there where he was. <laughs> and then he got a knee problem because he fell from the bicycle. And wow. uh, we pray for him and his knee got healed right there. Come on. You know, That's so we prophesied so over him. We told him what God has been called him to. And what he was doing there was really important. And then he was like really, like really touched by, by Holy Spirit. Just right there, right? Just in the wow. middle of the day at noon. You know, in 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 the most random place, but wow. it was like it's those little things that uh, we have been, we have had my baby, we have had the opportunity oh, to be walking on it and seeing the supernatural pieces. You know, wow. because it has. When we, I think something when you talk about the supernatural of Jesus is, his natural. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's his natural. So that's why I said before, like. The supernatural, when you hear like something goes above and beyond on human capacities, but it's like the natural of Jesus, like the normal of Jesus. It's like the lifestyle of Jesus. Mm. So the supernatural is Jesus' lifestyle. Wow. You know, it's, 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 it's his culture, you know. So like we're now that we're with him and the kingdom is at hand and then kingdom has come to live into us. It's like we're walking in this. So I think oftentimes when I'm not seeing supernatural things, I... Um, check myself like check with my wife if there's something because we 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 we're walking out of mm. that uh, norm normal new normal you know well yeah so you're so you're essentially saying that the the supernatural should be so normal that when you're not seeing something supernatural you you have to almost check yourself right yes 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 because it wow. has it's, it's, it has become it becomes part of you, of you, like it mm. lives in you. So you can't be separated from it anymore. You know, the kingdom of what has come inside of me, Romans 8, 11 says the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Or like in another version, they say it's the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us. Right. And gives more and gives life for mortal bodies. So like we can't be separated anymore from this, from this culture, from this, from this uh, kingdom, right. That it lives in me. So if I'm not seeing this like in like in a daily basis, and I'm not talking about just like having encounters and visions like uh, uh, angels or stuff like that. No, no, no. But like that's beautiful. But the supernatural <laughs> too is like I'm walking on these things, like finding people, praying for them, getting a word of knowledge, or just like 
having this this know that I know, right? Because yeah. Sometimes with disregard, they know that I know that that person needs something. I don't need to see a vision or like have a uh, angelic encounter to see something, but like they know that I know, right? Or the mm. thinker that that or the feeler, you know, like I feel like I feel something is going right now here, and that's supernatural. So when I'm, I find myself when I haven't been aware of what's going on around me, you know, that I haven't have the opportunity to pray for somebody in several days or like, it's because like something is happening that I, that I have uh, like isolated myself, right? Mm. That I'm not yeah. aware of what's happening and I'm just living on my, on my day to day. Let's see like human feelings. I don't know. Maybe we can say like that. But like, because it, is, it has become normal for us, you know, it has be, it's, it's part of you. You can't separate it anymore. Wow. Wow. So there was something that you mentioned there that, that I kind of want to highlight because I'm, I'm just curious uh, for you personally. And, and I know my listeners are going to be, but you, you brought up the thinker and, you know, so we have the, the way that people most often receive from God, right? The thinker, the feeler, the knower, the seer and the listener. And, um, so I'm just curious, you know, with those, uh, five languages, what, what would you say is your, um, what is the best way that you hear? What would you say of those five? Like I'm this one most of the time. I think, um, I know that I know. And so you're a knower. A knower. And yes. And a thinker. Okay. Because like those thoughts in my mind, you know, and, uh, and I think maybe this is not putting in these five, in these labels, but like it's like the imagination, the imagination as a whole. Yes. So you're yes. you're you're seeing an image in your imagination, or you're hearing in your imagination, or w- what does that look like? Not necessarily seeing something. Like if I have like a picture, you know, like a seer. Okay. Uh, but it's just like literally just imagining what can happen, right? Like remember oh, when I we did, when we did the event of Elijah. Right. Yes. I just know that I knew that I that I knew that I knew that God was talking to me about that. Wow. I I didn't hear his audible voice. I didn't um like have like this super powerful encounter encounter, right? Like right. like uh like Eva, the one from uh the, the Wales survival, right? That Jesus visited him for six months every night. You know, like stuff like that. Or like uh I don't know, like the other guys, you know, like these crazy cups that they have. But it was just like something I knew that I knew. And then I was in my heart was this place, Elaya. Suddenly mm. it came to my to my thoughts as an idea. And then it was like this, I know that I know that God's telling us to do this here. Wow. And then one day I was at bed and I just heard in my heart like this uh, baseball, it's a stadium, right? Yeah. Not the baseball yet, but like stadium. And then uh, we were like, oh, I didn't know you're in this city because it's so small. They have a stadium. And it turns out, yes, and they have a professional football team now. And um, But yes, so but the part of the imagination, like, okay, I just heard those things. And then I started imagining how it looks like. Wow. You know, because so, like, we have given a, a sanctified imagination and that he wants to co-create with us. That's why we can foretell the future. And... When he told us about that, I just started dreaming and imagining, like, if I go to the streets with this amount of people, what will happen? And then if we get the stadium, 
like what will happen and then it was just this thing in my imagination with the lord was speeding up uh these 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 things that he spoke into my life and just dreaming and imagining with him wow so it's almost like your thoughts are creating blueprints from where you're supposed to go next. It's like it's like you're being downloaded a, a map of sorts. Yes, yes, I think so. Because sometimes we have words that God gives us, like these thoughts or like encounters, visions, prophetic words, like all these things, right? That we want to have. Uh, but like I think the imagination is this the part that make them to work on to mm. make to make it start happening. Wow. You know, because a word is a word and it stays there. And you need, you don't remember like Joe, so like you need to walk on that word. Mm. So it's like I have a word about like, I don't know, you're going to do these things, like studying events. But if I don't position myself under that word and start walking on it and, and, and looking into it, it will never come to happen. But the thing is like I need to, I need to imagine what's going to happen with that. Well, wow. so you're you're taking it almost as a level of partnership and saying that that when we get prophetic words, sometimes um, they need to be partnered with, right? So, like, it's almost like you get a prophetic word and God is giving you a picture or a taste of what could be your potential destiny, but you have to take hold of it. And it sounds yes. like the blueprints that you're receiving are are how you're partnering with prophetic words that have been spoken over you. Am I getting that yes. right? Yes, yes. Wow. Yes. That's, that's how it is. And the thing is, like, this imagination, I don't know, people could say, like, uh, it's not about be the expectation. Because, mm. yes, because, like, oh, the imagination can take you to levels of, like, high expectations. But no, it's totally the opposite. My imagination takes me to remain expectant. Wow. Wow. So your imagination is creating expectancy. Yes. And and thus, I'm assuming, raising your faith to see what is going to happen next. Yes, totally. Totally, wow. because it's like, it's like so anything that, I, that we can imagine, is, it, it is an out of God's um, power. And, that, and the other side, like that he hasn't done before. Wow. You know? So like literally, you, you can't imagine nothing that he hasn't already done. <laughs> wow, there's a verse about that, I think, right? Anything is possible with God. That's amazing. Um, Alejandro, uh, thank you so much. I just I just want to honor you. Obviously, you're you know one of my closest friends, and you and Katrina have so blessed me. Um, I'm so happy to have you on here. Is there um we've got about 10 minutes uh left, and I just want to kind of give you the floor to share. Anything that you that you feel like you ought to, but then also, um, if you had one thing to say to the listeners of this podcast, and obviously I have, I have listeners who who don't believe in Jesus. I have listeners that believe in Jesus, but they're not familiar with the supernatural. And then um, obviously I have people that are very familiar with the supernatural. So it's it's a very broad spectrum of listeners, um, but. Uh, if there's anything that you could say to them on how they could see an increase in their supernatural life or um, how you would partner with something like that, wh what would it be? I would like to start with, like, to uh, not define yourself what is supernatural. Because as we just spoke before, uh, sometimes we could tend to, to see, like, 
like like you as my friend know like living with you and doing life is amazing because you have like these crazy encounters right like uh these things where you see all that like like powerful stuff but then if i started to compare my, my the way that i bring the supernatural with your supernatural like mm-hmm. we're always gonna fall short right uh when we compare to other one even even if we're having like these crazy encounters and then suddenly start to compare with someone else like we're always gonna fall short mm. And that's going to limit ourselves to experience uh, the supernatural. So that's why I started in the beginning, like, supernatural is not just the crazy encounters, but it's the the ability to to experience things that are not in the human capacities, right? Wow, yeah. (coughs) And I think that's why I said, like, uh, the way that I experience the supernatural... uh, and I have come to learn to steward that because as, as I was saying before, like if I compare myself to you, it's like, uh, like this beautiful encounter you have, I will always be like, and I think we used to do it before. I was like, oh, I don't have supernatural <laughs> encounters, you know, <laughs> like because it doesn't look like this way. Right. Like, but like knowing this in my heart, hearing this in my heart, getting to imagine those things and then seeing those things come to reality, right? Uh, that's supernatural. Wow. You know, like walking there and then just knowing that someone needs prayer and then you approach to them and then it's like, oh yeah, I just was asking God if it was real, right? Hey, you, you, you were just in the supernatural realm because you were, you were able to, 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 to to sense and like I don't know if I can say like this in this way like to sense like to hear like to to feel with God mm. what that person was feeling in that moment yeah that he was like trying to connect with God and you just walk next to him with this spiritual robe that you're carrying around you that it connected him to God wow you know yeah you're you're so acting like, almost like a doorway exactly. So like you you carrying this this thing that you you lead people to encounters right so that's the idea it's like the idea is that I become an encounter with God for for people wow so like if we don't believe that that's supernatural so I don't know what we're believing about the supernatural <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think there's something more supernatural than that like wow. believing that I'm an encounter. With God for people when they encounter me. Yeah. Wow. That's so true. That's so, so true. So I think uh, in this part of supernatural, what I'll say is that uh, you, we carry it, as I said before. It lives in us. You can take it out. Uh, we can run from it. We can like mute it or we can like turn off the signal. Uh, but it's in you. It's in us. You know what? Wow. And just just step out of the boat because the invitation has been given. Uh, we will never feel ready, you know. Now that we're leading these uh, um, healing rooms in Querétaro, uh, people are like we need more training. And I'm like, no, you just need to pray. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you just need to go out. Uh, I love this this couple that is with us, and he, they have a, a amazing faith. You know, like they are so hungry for seeing healings miracles, signs, wonders. 
and he was telling me, I don't feel ready, I don't feel ready. Like, well, you will never feel. <laughs> we will never feel ready, you know, and yeah. it's, uh, it's not one day that we just woke up and we feel the anointing of God and us and like something happens. No, it's like we just need to step out and he says that it's, uh, all these miracle signs, wonders follow us, you know. Wow. So when yeah. we start taking risk is when these things start to happen. Wow. So to, to summarize, it seems like you're saying the first thing is don't live in comparison from what your your realm of the supernatural or your ability to uh, operate in however the Lord works in you to somebody else's because we're all members of one body but different parts receiving yes. and getting different things. And then the next thing is believing that regardless of what that looks like you are supernatural already because you have him inside of you yeah and then lastly is just stepping out of the boat getting out there taking on a risk and then seeing the lord back back up what what you've done yeah wow yeah yeah i'm believing <laughs> and, and and i want to 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 highlight this the one that i said before is like Believing that I am an encounter for people with God. Yeah, that's, like that's so important. Thing. It's so important. It's so hard to live. It's it's hard to live life in general without believing that about yourself. You know, especially when it comes to treating the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, God the Father, like as um, as reality. You know, and and I think you know this about me, but. But I often in my personal prayer, I don't normally do it in public, but in personal prayer, I actually call God reality. You know, it's my name for him. And, um, you know, I learned through the Bible that often all these people had different names for God and for what God did in their life. And so for me, he woke me up to reality. And so I, I call him reality. But um, it, it's really hard to love people when you don't see them as uh, I'm an, I'm, I'm the available encounter to their life changing reality. You know, when, when you, when you're meeting people in public, regardless of what their situation is, if you lose track of that mindset, you're right. Like it's so tied to the supernatural yeah. that it becomes really difficult to, to operate in the kingdom of heaven when we're so stuck with, you know, earth mentality yeah yeah and then it becomes something like i'm just chasing uh shiny objects <laughs> right right shiny objects because people become um almost tools right or yes. rewards or awards or whatever for you and yes. um and so you're you're no longer administering the gospel or 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 praying for healing because you want to see another human being set free, you're doing it to make yourself feel better. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And, and it's because like, I don't believe that I have those things and I'm, and I'm chasing. Wow. Wow. So it, it all sounds like an identity issue. Yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. Alejandro. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's time to wrap it up. I'm I'm so happy that you came on here and joined me, and I know my listeners are excited. Can you tell them just a little bit um, in the next minute or so what 
um, you know, ways they, they could follow you on Instagram or ways that they could hear more from you or, you know, maybe some upcoming events that you might have in mind? In mind, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> not big yet. Like, <laughs> uh, Anything you can uh, share publicly, at least. <laughs> yeah, well, my Instagram, you can put it up there if you want to. Um, but, like, yeah, we have in mind to do a next event uh, the north of Mexico. Um, Mexico is in our heart right now. So we, it's, it will be coming uh, uh, an event like the one we did in Celaya. Awesome. A whole week with uh, going out to the streets, healing the sick, uh, activating the church, revival tents. I love revival tents. It's my, Come on. my thing. And then another stadium event. Um, we're praying right now for that. We've been working on it. And yeah, I think uh, a good thing to follow us right now with my Instagram is at a Meneses JR Jr. And then uh, there's another movement that we're partnering with a friend called Cielo in Mexico. Uh, there is a hunger of seeing Mexico restore and mm. tackling like uh, and, and raising our hands on, on, on social problems that the church is not doing right now. Wow. But from a heavenly perspective, uh, she's bringing heaven to Mexico. So it's called Cielo in Mexico. It's called uh, heaven in Mexico. So wow. you're seeing the heaven of the kingdom of God just being established in the day-to-day life. Uh, and it's just as you're walking, just what we're talking about, you know, like just doing, bringing heaven into where you are in your in your sphere and just right there. So that's another Come on. Uh, social network you can follow. Well, I love it, and Celaya was one of the craziest events of my entire life, and so I'm so looking forward to any and all of the upcoming events, as I know some of my listeners will be. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to this week's episode. It has been a pleasure. Um, Info to follow Alejandro is going to be in the description. Go ahead, like, follow and subscribe to this podcast if you can't wait or you're as excited for next week's episode as I am. And uh, once again, thank you for joining. Alejandro, it's a pleasure. I love you. Thank you so much. I love you too. Thank you for having me here. It is amazing. And this (laughs) is going to change all the supernatural in your lives. Come on. Let's go. (laughs) All right. Adios, everybody. What's up, party people? Thanks for listening to the Jesus is Supernatural podcast. This podcast was edited and produced by Nikeo Productions. To check out other shows by Nikeo, just search Nikeo Productions wherever you listen to podcasts.